it's that it's that frog in the hot water right now uh, it's warm it's like nice it's like we get uh, the offer cash offers hot everywhere tub. now <laughs> it's hot tub yeah <laughs> everybody happy it new is, year yeah happy new year it is 2023 right at least by the time that this one rolls out so is this like new year new you you can't say that you gotta say it you gotta act like it is new year <laughs> new you let's go guys come on <laughs> hey so we are super excited today for the content that we have with you right so as we are going to take a quick look back through 2022 was this the year that iBuyers got punched in the mouth oh yeah yeah for sure and they're still stumbling. Yeah. Did anybody get, did anybody yeah. get say, knocked out? A couple of them got knocked out. I was going to say, is, uh, are, are, they, are they TKO'd? A couple of them was. Yep. Yep. If they were cartoon animals, they'd be like, they'd have little birds flying around tweet, their tweet, heads tweet, right tweet, now. Tweet, tweet. Yeah. yeah. Very dizzy, stumbling, getting back up. Let's talk a little bit about the, the past year and what's happened in the iBuying power buying space because it has been a ride. Regardless of all things iBuy, what a wild year. Yeah, for sure. What a wild year. Yeah, I've never seen the, the the interest rates go that from this low to that high in one year. Well, there was just a, a, a like literally a physical cliff of demand that happened. I mean, it was one Friday waiting, you know, uh, a line to get in the house. Next Friday, crickets. <laughs> it definitely seemed that You're way. Right, right? It almost yes. seemed like it was that fast. Yeah, and if, if you sold real estate last year, you know exactly what we're talking about. There was kind of a dramatic dramatic turnaround and so we're finding our footing and iBuyers are as well. Let's let's talk about kind of the stories that defined iBuying and power buying in 2022 and what we think 2023 is going to bring for power buying and iBuying. We did Zillow go out of the game in 2022? Yeah, that was 2021. Yeah, the very end. It's the very end. I, I was, was thinking the, very the same end. thing. Okay. I was thinking yeah. like Okay, so that yeah, was so fresh that yeah. it was almost like but again, they were, I mean, they were buying houses by the thousands and thousands. And all of a sudden, again, it was like a one Friday, buy anything and everything you can, overpay next Friday. We ain't doing it. Right. I, I talked to Spencer Raskop, the former CEO of Zillow, a few weeks ago, and he mentioned that Zillow was just, they just went crazy and then completely just yeah. flipped the script, which he actually is still very bullish on iBuying. Oh, yeah. And I know as well as us, and we are, but... Yeah, so Zillow was out in 2021, but they had a ton of inventory still that they offloaded in 2022 to the institutional buyers. So yep. we know that that really fueled the institutional buyer, uh, you know, acquisitions. It was almost 5,000 houses that they sold off, right? It was a ton. I mean, it was it was a nutso amount. I'm a talking ton. like Zillow. You remember like how they had all that, you know, that bit sold them for like an amazing deal. They got out just, just in time. Well, yeah, I think <laughs> that actually could have been worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could have been, wor it yeah, been worse. It could have been a lot worse. They would they would continue doing it this year. Yep. And think about how many of the buy and holds are just thousands and thousands certain markets. Yeah. Right, right. You know, it's funny because we were driving we went to Tucson yesterday and we drove drove past Marana and right, we've we, we know that there have been a, a ton of homes acquired in there by i buyers or yep. institutional buyers and Jason was going, ah, do you think do you think they're uh, regretting these? And I was like, no, they're not going to sell them nope. right away. They're all rented out. Exactly. Yep, they're rented. Mm. Um, who's the guy? I'm, we all know him. He was like one of the, um, Ray Dalio. When he talks about the trends, I actually probably plug into, because he's, I mean, first of all, he's like obnoxiously brilliant. 
uh, his whole theory around like the cycles of whether it's like the, you know, timing at the seven year, the 10 year kind of like cycle when you look at those types of things and how they buy off the long trends and those types of things and why they don't fret quite as much if they're, if they're that long-term play versus the short-term play. I don't remember what it was. I heard him give a talk on it uh, a couple months back, so I'm not a little foggy on it, but I'm with you on that. That's why I don't think that they're going to fret overly, right? Because it's all about the monthly income for that for for those particular properties but and as long as they can get them to they want deep discounts now, now. though right keith yeah, yeah talk I'm, about I'm thinking that. i'm like yeah that to me the purchase price doesn't really align with what they're probably likely to get for the house yeah but. they're looking at 2019 prices that they want oh yeah do you think they're trying to make up for the ones that they they bought over maybe and balance out their portfolios right, their books or they just don't have as much capital and they're just saying hey we'll we'll buy it if it if it's really deep but if not, then we're just sitting on the sidelines. Well, and before we jump into some of our other bullet points, so, but you hearing you guys say that, it makes me think this. Did their play win, right? Where they overpaid for the market, so they bought the mind share that they're looking for. Because now certainty and convenience, that toothpaste is out of the bottle and it is not going back in, right? That's that cash offer demand that we all know exists. And so now that they, quote unquote, overpaid, everybody knows these companies, right? It's breakout you know, individual search and, uh, you know, search traffic, right? Open door, these types of cash offer companies. So now that they have done that and they're buying houses pretty deep right now, I, like, like Keith has, you know, theorized that in the Q1 2023, they're, they're reporting, I think is going to be pretty good. Well, here's the thing. Are they really buying houses deep or are they giving offers that aren't getting accepted? I think that at, I think the pendulum swinging that way where, they're buying significantly less, but they're just, you know, they they can right now. They don't have to. But what I'm getting, I don't think they're buying that many houses. And and we just had someone else announce that they're that they've dipped out, so they can really reflect over for the email, reflect over 2022 in their current portfolio for their investors and figure out how they're going to, you know, what 20 uh, 2023 is going to look like, and probably not at least until the end of the first. Dang, there's there's. They're, they're all taking turns doing this. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's interesting if they're coming back end of first quarter, beginning of second quarter, that's typically when yep. our peak sales season yep. is. I'd say probably you could say that yeah, overall. you see the market load first right. quarter, pop so, off second quarter. So it could be a crazy second quarter. Yeah. And pent up demand. And yeah, so it's going to be a really interesting year. I am excited for it. But let's let's talk a little bit about some of the yeah, some of these headlines. headlines. Yeah. Yes. What? What was a headline that surprised you in 2022? Um, well, I know what my number one one personally was, but one I, before we go there, I, I actually was uh, surprised around the, the ribbon credit facility uh, being frozen. I know we don't hear that as much over here on the, the western half of, of the state, but I mean, on the east coast, which I know we have a ton of uh, agent partners, listeners, et cetera, over there. That side of the country, Ribbon made it, you know, they were they were doing some damage. So, and not only that, the the way that they were acquiring and, and their their overall model, I thought was really secure. So it surprises me that that that, that credit facility would freeze and they would basically uh, lay off almost 90% of their staff and basically almost shut down their business model. They've definitely had a pullback, and, yeah. which is why I'm thankful that we have so much private capital at Zudelio because had we been... Yeah position like the ribbons or the orchards or the open doors the offer beds we would be in deep trouble right now but, well they're gonna be laying off people right yeah i mean that's what they had to do i mean they, they had to 
cut, cut, cut. And I think we're going to see more of that, especially with Open Door. I think Open Door and OfferPad are going to cut a lot more, a lot more employees. Well, I don't know what these guys' payrolls are, but think about it. You know, first and the fifteenth payroll. If you're if you're running a million, two million dollars a month, one of the quickest ways back to balance is slash that staff. So yes, the ribbon the ribbon news was interesting. Uh, let's talk about some of the lighter lighter power buying noise that we've heard. So we yeah. know that power buying. I think it's an incredible product, and I still think it's very valuable Super for buyers. Super secure too. Yeah, exactly. So what what we've seen though yep. is many of these large mortgage companies that kind of released product uh, to compete with the true power buyers have pulled back. Yep. And they've yep. stopped their programs. There's a lot of big names right out there. I mean, especially like uh, Fairway is is going to be the biggest one I think in there that that they've kind of pulled back on that. And I, and I again, I know that their primary business source was just traditional lending. However, they were getting losing so much market share to the power buying, right, where they buy the house in, in cash on your behalf and then replace it with a mortgage. They lost so much opportunity there that I think a, uh, I think Fairway is the number one uh, mortgage broker banker in America. Is it? They all say that. It's like the realtors that say they're number one. Like everybody yeah. says that. <laughs> so just like cell phone companies. Yeah, I'm yeah. not I, unverified. <laughs> unverified. They are they are huge. Right. So, that, that I know. so the power buyer. Huge. I mean, the power buyer option is great, right? It was great, great. when the, when there was a bunch of you know offers going on, um, and a lot of competition. But now there's no competition. Um, I think there's. I think it's even. I think it's even a better. I, that's what I'm gonna say. I'm a challenge. If, you, if you're able to go to some something that's been on the market for 180 days, and they are just like, Crush man, I, I haven't had a showing forever, and they get a cash offer yep. that can close in a week. Yep. They might be they're like, hey, let's let's just do it. Like, yep. Let's rip the bandaid off hard, and um, and and you can get a pretty good deal. Um, be able to close within a week. I agree. I think it's I think still it's an better. amazing. Yeah. An Better opportunity product, now, for sure. If you can find someone that can do it, <laughs> that's yeah. The so key. who is doing it? Well, we know locally we have in the Phoenix market and several other markets. Yep. We have Wallach and Volk doing their cash to win program. They're about twenty markets. Yeah, they're so about twenty markets. Right, very competitive. If you have a client, reach out to us. We could connect you with that. Absolutely, I think Accept is still doing it yep. in Colorado, mm-hmm. Arizona, and. A few others. So you definitely still have access to that product if you're curious as to what and where. Reach out and we'll, we'll let you know. All right. So that was that was definitely interesting to see them kind of pump the brakes. Um, uh-huh. Let's talk about let's talk about Redfin. Nah, <laughs> they, well, they got out this year, right? Yep. It was this year. When was that? Last year, 2022. Uh, yeah, it yeah. was only like oh, yeah. three months ago. Last year, if that. Yeah. I think it, it wasn't that long it ago. It was not very long ago. But the, but they. I mean, they quickly had Open Door on their on their site. Dude, like, that within actually a, within a week. I had right. no idea that was going down. There's no question that obviously strategically was in the works for a while. Right, I agree. So I mean, because to Jay's point, you don't shut that down one week and then the next week Open Door is on your site. Wait, pe- let's peel it back. Let's kind of share what happened. So Redfin got out of iBuying. They quit making cash offers to sellers. Instead, you can now get a cash offer and you can see your preliminary open door offer on Redfin's site. So instead of them fulfilling the iBuyer cash offer, they're turning to open door to fulfill that cash yep. offer. I got to be upfront on that one. I actually think that for Redfin game wise, like, you know, partially being in the lead, uh, the lead space as well, that's 
a tremendous opportunity for them, right? I mean, everybody's in the lead. To have so open door on there, yes, because now they opened it up way more. They like their their instant cash offers are in all the markets now. Gotcha. Where before okay. they were only buying in California, so their their Redfin Now product existed only in California. So I mean, granted, that's a you know forty million people massive. So do you market. think their agents are calling these um these leads? Obviously, right. Redfin, I would sure as heck think agents? so. Yeah. They should. I mean, I would sure as heck think so. Yeah. There's a flaw in the business model if they're not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what my concern is, and I don't know, maybe it's in their partnership and maybe it's, maybe they've worked this out. But as we know, Open Door's big push is now to their exclusives marketplace. Uh, my concern would be that if I'm Redfin, they're going on, they're getting that Open Door cash offer. If they take that Open Door cash offer and then they end up on the Open exclusive. Door exclusives marketplace, it's actually taking inventory. Kind of a wave of Redfin. And so for me, that would be the biggest, I guess, drawback. Well, and Redfin, Maybe right they now, are they're realtors, just thinking, oh, it's, right? it's, not a, it's not enough right now. So it's... The impact it's that, is minimal. It's that frog in the hot water right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's warm. It's like nice. Like we get to uh, offer cash offers everywhere tub. now. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah, it's kind of funny to see that visual. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, you know, another one that we didn't put on here that Still, nothing's happened. They made the announcement about it, but of course, they're acquiring other companies. But of course, is uh, one of the bigger companies uh, in the space, Zillow, and their partnership with with Open Door that was a proclaimed, "Hey, we're going to start uh, having Open Door make offers on Zillow," which I think that I mean, to me, that that partnership is is massive. I mean, it's that's the two bigger, you know, but that bigger hasn't companies hap- that hasn't happened hasn't yet. happened yet, which is weird because Redfin. Redfin got out of the game before. Yep. After. Or after. After. And they had Open Door on their site like right away. And then, you know, Open Door and Zillow say, we're going to partner. But then. The announcement happened even before Redfin stepped out of the game. Or maybe Open Door is on Zillow and other markets. We've been looking at. Yeah, we've I have not seen, seen it. it yet. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see Open Door on Zillow and you're out there in your market and you see that, let us know. Yeah. And drop us a line at uh, hello at zudelio.com. We'd love to hear that. I'd love to yeah, and, and for for them to be on all those, you know, largest sites that consumers go to in America, if you will, it's just a numbers game. So I think that's gonna make their recovery even faster. And it could have been strategic, like they weren't right they weren't ready to release it, but they did that because do you remember they released that information at on quarter two earnings call. <laughs> and so were they trying to give some good news because of all the bad news? Could be, yeah. Yeah. Bury I'm the not lead. sure if that's good news, though. I mean, Zillow goes out. They're, Zillow tries to catch uh, up the open door. Zillow Operation Catch-Up, remember? That was yeah. Yeah, then, that was like their code name. Yep, it and was. And then open door is now. Yep. Should we, it's weird. Should we make an internal operation? Yes. Yeah. Will, operation. Zillow, will Zillow <laughs> buy open door? I mean, maybe Zillow uh, buys open door. I, <laughs> that's, why, that's wild to think. Operation actually. Acquire. Operation acquired. I, I think I think I think Open Door is going to get acquired some sometime this year. Oh, that's just a crazy really? crazy new thought. I do. Yeah. What are we? Co- are co- we Co-star? Co-star buys them. That's that's what I think. Yeah. Co-star. Co-star. I don't think Co-star Ooh. would. I think Co-star's <laughs> too agent focused. Huh. If you look at kind of their mantra, their... it's about keeping the age. Like the CEO of Co-star's mom was a real estate agent. Uh-huh. He grew up in a real estate family. Like uh-huh. he passionately believes in the real estate professional. And so he says everything that he does is so that the real estate professional can continue to be the fiduciary. So I don't know. I mean, they're I'm just so beaten down right now that, I mean, they have a really good brand and it's, I mean, really it, good. 
going to utter a buck right now. Well, let's talk about yeah. all tech stock, uh, real estate tech stocks in general, right? Because that's what I was thinking about as we go through this. I mean, you look at from Zillow to Redfin to all of them, right? I mean, rather than running through all their names, they have They've all been obliterated. The entire obliterated. market, the entire market's depressed. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Like so, that was one of our other bullet points: is Offerpad. Now their stock, their uh, their their share price has been under a buck for like six months to the point of where it's under New- half a buck. I know the New York <laughs> Stock Exchange sent them a letter and said that they're going to get delisted unless they can get their stock up back above a dollar. Wasn't it by January? They had six months. I think that they were noticed in November. Okay. So they have six months from their notice. Basically, date. the end of first quarter. Right. So and. I know Jason's been real, real big on. He thinks they're just going to do a reverse split and everything's going to be a okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the play. That could be a play. I think it has to do with the specs. You know, you look at how Open Door went public and how Offerpad uh-huh. went public. They both went public with specs, and anything that you're reading about specs right now is stay away from them. Which is wild, right? Because I mean, even when you like look at the the whole point of what a spec is, is like you know uh, a parent, you know, approved company basically guiding you to to take you public through the process, which is usually going to be an experienced person in a mentorship, right? In its most simplistic format, so or it's a like greedy these, person, or that's not say, or is it a <laughs> greedy person? Well, experience. I think it's it's the the fact that they were able to take these companies public with these non acceptable general accounting principles. They are non GAAP accounting principles. So, for instance, like Open Door and Offerpad, when they report their yeah. when they report their earnings, their top line revenue includes all of the the acquisitions of of their homes or all yeah, of the dispositions massive. of all of their homes. So they have this insane top line revenue, which if you look at you know you really look at the numbers and that price yep. comes back out. You know, the profit margin on that is slim, but they're accounting for the entire price of the home. Yep. Yeah. So just making sure that our listeners are getting what you said there, what she is, when they report, they're reporting the whole house, as she said, right? So they're treating that all as income, even though they, so like, for example, if they paid $500,000 for a house, sell it for five fifty, they're reporting the entire five fifty as profit, even though they spent oh, that's 500 revenue. Or revenue, excuse me. Revenue, excuse yeah. Me, revenue. So that's, I, I think that the accounting principles are kind of what are biting them in the ass right now. Yes. That's very valid. I haven't thought about that until you just said that right now. So definitely, you know, we know that, I think the biggest news probably for all of us in the iBuying space was was probably when we learned what, what happened to Open Door. <laughs> yeah. When they reported their quarter three earnings. Yeah. Huh. And earnings. You mean losses? What? <laughs> <laughs> they call it an earnings call, Jason. Two thousand twenty has been the, the losses call for Open Door, I guess. It sure Virtually has. Virtually all. I mean, we were shocked. A Billy. Yep. Almost, not quite. Yep. But almost. Let's call so it let's a Billy. let's. I mean, I know that's kind of one of the the pieces that we have held back on, but let's let's let that out of the bottle. What? Give it to us, Kayla. Well, Open Door lost $980 million in quarter three. And then what happened after that, Jay? Um, they lost a lot of money. That's what do you mean? What happened? Oh, you mean talking about the, the Eric Wu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Eric Wu went to president of product and. Um, He's no longer the CEO. He's the CEO now. Carrie Wheeler. Carrie Wheeler. There you go. So Eric Wu was replaced as a CEO after that. And then I know you, long before that, you saw that they're, the way that they were acquiring properties. Had changed, right? 
Uh, give me not, not necessarily the way I keep saying that. the the way because the way that they're acquiring properties is not the same. The strategy in which that they were buying, like meaning, you know, their offers were changing. Oh yeah, I mean everyone can see that. But you know, when as crazy as you know being in uh, working with all like the buy and hold investors, and you can see comp say five twenty five, and you get a a five fifty you know, all cash offer from a buy and hold, you're like, dang, this is freaking awesome. And then yeah. all of a sudden open door comes in and gives the consumer freaking five seventy five. Yeah. And I'm stupid. just like, it's super crazy. Um and then now it's 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 the opposite. I mean, I don't know what you know, if there's a perfect algorithm of with how they're calculating, but it's it's definitely in the in the seventies or sixty cents on the dollar. Wow. Which that's where they need to be to to profit. So. To write the ship. Which, which <laughs> I mean, it's, we we've been all we've been talking about that for a long time. Like when it's gonna hit the fan one of these days, it has so they're to. gonna have to they're gonna have to pull profit. It's hit the fan now. They're now they're being very very um, conservative and and buying lower, buying better, buying deeper, and to to make that profit. And so, is it still a good product? That's the question. The big do you, question. Do you guys remember like? before it hit the fan when they were talking about all their algorithms and the AI that was combing the internet and watching for trends and all these other things that and they were doing. And you bought it at Hook, Line, and Sinker. I did. And I feel like all three of us were like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I did. Elliot was I always like, like, I was like, their algorithms, their access to like, data, dang. their AI, their machine learning. How I, well, did that the, work out for them? <laughs> not very good. Not the, good. The, the, the well, Eric Wu came out the, and the said. The internet did predict the Great Recession. It, I mean, so, and that's uh, that's a long time ago. So, I mean, that's just like, I was like, huh, maybe. I mean, maybe everyone's going to get, there's going to be someone out there that got it right. Because everyone makes predictions, right? So, someone's got to get it right. Yeah, sometimes it takes Doesn't 20 that, years to yeah. say it, and then it happens. Yeah, Just kidding. True, true. Yeah. Well, I think our overall sentiment on iBuying is that it still will remain an amazing consumer product. Cash is king. It's for always For the right king. person. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, kind of taking it from that distressed kind of connotation that it used to have years ago before it was done on the internet when it was just like the wholesalers and we buy know, ugly houses right and then upgrading it to now this experience where hey like if you're going to sell your house at a little bit of a discount at least it's convenient at least it's easy yep and that certainty right i i feel like i'm hearing that word now more than ever certainty right to the, today's consumer is looking for a, a certain experience right like a you decide type environment and again, I think, I, probably because it's so uncertain I agree. Right now, when it's when when it was certain, people didn't care about the certainty. Like, yeah, it's like, whatever. I'll throw it on the market. It'll it'll sell. Sell in an hour. There was certainty. When there's an uncertainty, people want more certainty. It's so funny looking back with some of the properties that is terrible, a terrible product, and still selling for fifty thousand dollars above list. I mean, straight up like flip properties with that word flipped. We're going. Yeah. it's just wild to think about that. Yeah, they they paying over market value for them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you had a couple of clients that you said take that money and run. Oh, like, I still couldn't <laughs> believe it. Yeah, like, I did. I was like, I, hey, I lost the listing, but I, I was like, I can't tell you. I was like, dude, I don't I don't understand how this is possible. Take it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, take and, it and he run. made out. And he made and out. He actually it. he called me. He called up months ago, and he's like, dude, I'm so glad I took that offer. <laughs> Open door, sold it for a hundred thousand. He, he less. Sold, sold his house here and moved to bought a couple of acres in Tennessee. Oh, nice. Awesome. But then he wanted to move because he said uh, uh, they got like almost hit by a tornado. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I want to live in this apartment now. But anyway, 
Arizona's come back and buy it from Open Door again. Funny story. (laughs) Yeah, it's a funny story. (laughs) Hey, well, as we wind down, what's uh, being that you know this is 2023. It's it's new year, new you for all you agents, you know, lenders, everybody out there. What's uh, what's something that I you know we can share that helps them hit the ground running in 2023? And honestly, take this this everything we just talked about to me is an ample opportunity, right? Consumer psyche and mindshare and taking a peek into their minds is, is a real opportunity for you to align yourself with the that, that behavior and be the source of what that consumer is looking for. So what are some things that we could share with the listeners out there of how they can align and ultimately do that one extra deal, two extra deals, five extra deals, right? Like that's a, you know, go out there and get your unfair share. I mean, obviously cash is king. Um, you got to have some cash cash products for your clientele. Um, it's they they spent hundreds of millions of dollars priming priming the consumer about cash offers and being able to buy with cash this that and cash this cash that, and so you got to have those those products because it's, it's going to help you in the future. And I'll be in this mindset probably till I get out of the industry. So whenever that is in the future, is prospect. That's just a word. How you go and generate business is up to you. But if you're not out there prospecting more than ever, then um, you're probably not going to see as many opportunities in the marketplace. So go out there and have those real estate conversations and have those value propositions that Jay brought up. And that's next where that you prospecting. That's where, that's where you'll see the increase in your business. I love that one. I agree. And I also think that if you are a dabbler, if you dabbled in real estate and you weren't committed, if you weren't full send, uh, now's the time for you just to get out. Because if you have a plan B, then this business isn't for you. It is going to take dedication and commitment to really leave your mark, especially in 2023. Hell yeah. Yeah, mine, I'm going to echo probably a lot of what you guys just said. I would say, you know, uh, have a plan, work the plan. If you plan to fail or if you fail to have a plan, you plan to fail, right? So now it's bigger than ever for you to communicate your value proposition, the unique products at scale and being able to solve problems in your particular marketplace, right? And then not only that, like, don't be so broad with your message. You know, double down on that niche, focus on, on you know, your direct market and solve their problems and you will get those extra deals. Hey, just as we wrap up, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening over the past couple of years or maybe months or however long you've been tuning in. We certainly appreciate it. We would love to hear from you. Drop us a line, hello at zudelio.com. And we got a free t-shirt for you. So if you drop us a quick line, we'll hook you up with a Zudelio t-shirt. You're going to love it. And we appreciate you and your support. Bye. See you. <laughs>